Welcome back. Snowy Thursday. That's okay. That's okay. Going to be in the 40s, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Stuff's going to start to melt again. That's all right. Good stuff. Thanks to uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with us. Talking a little, uh, talk a lot of Packers, but also some Brewers baseball as well. And, uh, you know, I saw Craig Council on the MLB Network um, said, I'd like to win a lot of games. I think that's what we're trying to do. And I think we've got a good team to do it. You got to say that. You're not going to look at, at the camera and go, you know what? We can't compete. We don't have enough money. You know, we just uh, screwed over our, our Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, we, we don't have much hope here. We're just trying to do something that looks like baseball. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, talking about um, talking about baseball and payrolls and such, um, our buddy Camp Lejeune Water Chugging says, uh, I found this article interesting. In 25 World Series from 1995 through 2019, the winner was in the top 10 of preseason payroll for 17 of those 25 championships. Only one team, the Marlins, was in the bottom half of money. Only one in 25 years was in the bottom half of payroll. Only one. There you go. Only one. 25 years. 25 years. I know. I get it. It's disappointing, you know, when you when you look at, you know, payroll and Major League Baseball. I mean, I think legitimately you can hit on a couple players in um, – I think legitimately you can hit on a couple players in football that can turn it around, draftees, things like that, first or second year, and your payroll doesn't have to be – pressing right against that salary cap and you've got kind of an even playing field. It all depends on what you draft and how you, you know, what kind of quarterback you have. Baseball is completely different. Think about it this year going into the season. Okay. Here, here you go. Uh, the league average for baseball payroll, the league average is $145,217,834. That's the league average. The top 10 teams in Major League Baseball, the Mets, basically 2023 total payroll uh, is $330 million. $330 million. Yankees, $267 million. Padres, $243 million. Phillies, Dodgers, Blue Jays, Braves, Astros, Rangers, Giants, Cubs at $172 million. Angels, White Sox, Red Sox, Rockies. That's your top half of Major League Baseball. The bottom half, right there on the edge, Cardinals, Twins, Mariners, then Brewers at $105 million. Then the bottom feeders, the last, uh, last 10, Tigers, Diamondbacks, Marlins, Nationals, Royals, Guardians, Reds, uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Pirates, Orioles, Athletics. So you could take, 
you could take the Nationals, Royals, Guardians, and Reds. And even throw the A's in there. All of those franchises would still not equal what the Mets are spending. Think about that. All those franchises would still not equal what the Mets are spending. Guardians, Reds, Rays, Pirates, Orioles, and A's would not equal what the Mets are spending. (laughs) That's just, that's phenomenal, man. That's, you know, there's such a schism. $330 million for the Mets, $40 million, $40.9 million for the A's. That's, now I understand. If I'm the Players Association, I'm like, look, you want a salary cap? You want to cap us at about $200 million or make us a cap at $180 million? Okay. But what are you going to do for a floor? When the Oakland A's, the Baltimore Orioles, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Reds, the Guardians, the Royals, the Nationals, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, none of them are even even at $100 million. None of them. The Tigers and the Brewers are barely over $100 million. So I... I completely understand it. I completely understand it. it. It's 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 been a never-ending battle. It's what small markets scream about. And I'll tell you this, without small markets, you don't have major league baseball. And and I don't know. It's 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 been a never-ending argument. It's been a discussion. Baseball doesn't give two dams about you. They don't give two dams about the fan. They always say they do and they don't. They don't. Because they, they would rectify this. It's nothing but greed. We're, follow the money. And we are the sheep. We're the ones that pay for it. The sponsors ultimately pay for it, but we're the ones that support the sponsors. You know, it's like people that listen to this program. You don't, you don't pay me the sponsors pay me but what what we do is we talk you and i talk every day about certain things and i'll say hey this place is really cool and you'll go try it out and you walk through the door and say hey you know bill sent me over i heard it on the program i want to try it out and you go boy this is a pretty nice place and you give them feedback or you tell me it sucked and then i try to rectify the situation for you whatever but that's how we get paid via the success of businesses. And I like to support a lot of the small businesses myself, local businesses. I try to do that a lot. We do have national ad campaigns on this program, but when it comes to a lot of the small sponsorship stuff, we do we do it for businesses that could normally never afford network advertising. And we try to we, we try to be cognizant. We always have. We try to be cognizant of that. Where baseball, they don't give two dams about you. They, they just they don't realize it. The best thing that can happen to, to the game would be is, in my opinion, if, if it just comes down to the Mets and the Yankees every year, Mets and Yankees, Mets and Yankees, Mets and Yankees, Mets and Yankees, and the rest of the world goes, you know what? We're done with you. We're done with you. And then suddenly you start calling the sponsors and saying, we're not doing it anymore. Just so you know, we're not going to do it anymore. I do it. 
I I post on Facebook. I I write notes. I emails. I I'll scroll through stuff. Be, you know, when I hear something or something that really really irks me over and over again, or maybe something a bad product or something, I write I write notes. Companies are very cognizant of that now, especially in the days of so, in the day of social media. You better believe it. But if a company's good and they do good things, then we support it. But with this, you know, how how do you support this? When Oakland spends forty point nine million and the Mets are at three hundred and thirty point six, you know. Uh, Rick says uh, the belief is Major League Baseball has ten teams that matter. The rest of them are just schedule fillers. There you go. I hope. I mean, the Brewers being right there near the middle of the pack. I hope the Brewers do something good. You know, they've got uh, what is it, uh, one hundred and three million on the uh, on the current roster. On the 40-man roster, they've got uh, almost, uh, what, 1.7 or something like that of money that they consider retained. That's from players that have been bought out or traded, you know, bought out of their contract. 1.7 million that the Brewers have. So their active, you know, payroll total is about 105 million bucks. So if the Brewers, their, their tax, luxury tax allocation, their threshold... Um, <laughs> so the two, 2023 tax threshold for teams is $233 million. Think about that. The projected ta- total tax allocation is $128 million to the Brewers. Now, the Brewers revenue-wise, I don't know how much of that they actually see, but <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? You're collecting more than you're paying? Well, slap me in the ass in the, with a grilled cheese sandwich and call me Marty because I want in on that. You can spend enough, open up a, open up your team, play a season, sell your products, do your parking, the whole thing, and you'll make more money just because you're in existence than actually what you're going to have for the year. Are you kidding me? Oh, jeez. Sign me up, man. Sign me up. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. A lot of people tweeting and retweeting all the Adam McCalvey stuff over on Twitter. Um, the uh, Pack Fanatic says, I'm really starting to wonder whether Mark Antanasio is having some serious financial problems. Hater Stearns, now Burns. All of this just seems incredibly weird. Uh, you, there's two things here. One is the pandemic. We all knew there'd be eventually a, a fallout from that. And I gave the Brewers a lot of credit when they did spend money coming out of the pandemic as opposed to not spending money. So maybe it's just uh, some backlash from that. Secondly, I also believe it's the the non-payment from Bally's. Bally's stepped in, bought Fox Sports Wisconsin and all these other Fox Sports whatevers, and now they're reneging on their payments and they're going bankrupt. They don't have the money and they're not paying the teams. So that's the second thing. Uh, the third thing, remember, the market. I mean, when you, you've got an investment brokerage, an investment company making money and, and you know, I- investing in whatever it happens to be, and God, you hope that the crypto wasn't part of it. But if if you took a bath personally through the investment company, through the ownership side of things, you know, those three things are working against you right now. You know, those three things are working against you right now. So it's tough. It's really tough. I understand it. 
877-867-1670. Find us and keep uh, giving us your opinion because I'd love to hear your thoughts. This one's from Jeremy who says, hey, you know, let's be honest. We go to the games because we have fun. We go to the games because we can tailgate. We go to the games we can join our friends. But if we expect winning baseball or anything to change anytime soon, hell no, you're fooling yourself. Just go for the game. Enjoy the sport. Uh, pay some of the exorbitant prices. Maybe just don't do it as much anymore. But we know, but we all know we're good Brewers fans. We support baseball in the area. I'll go to a game or two, but I will no longer go to ten or twenty games like I used to. And that's you know what? That's unbelievably um, thoughtful and well said. Last year, Kristen and I, I think we went to like ten games, twelve games, something like that. I covered a couple of them. Um, and I probably say I was at twenty games last year total as a fan and in media. Doesn't mean I didn't sit out back and watch him. Doesn't mean I didn't pay attention to him in the bar or I didn't go to a sports pub to sit down and have a beer or a dinner and, and watch him. I was always watching him. But I didn't go as much as I usually do. Usually I'm at God, when it comes to going to games as a fan, I'm doing 20, 25 games a year and maybe 20 games as a media, 30 games as a media member. So I see quite a bit. Just didn't. And after the hater trade and things began to fall apart, it was... Like, people couldn't wait for Packers season to get underway. You know? Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show to get to. Uh, I want to say hi to our friend uh, Lisa Lee Ortel and her realty company, uh, lisamoveswi at gmail.com, lisamoveswi at gmail.com. And the best thing about Lisa is that uh, not only is she a good realtor, but she uh, also specializes in VA loans as well. So if you're looking as a veteran, if you're looking for the VA loan or somebody to help you with it, she can do it. If you're looking maybe a condo specialist, she's that as well. So a lot of reasons to call Lisa all throughout the great state of Wisconsin, especially right now you're looking at your house going, ah, I think after the snow settles, maybe I want to get out. Or maybe you want to sell it. Maybe you want to downsize. Maybe you want to upgrade. Now's the time because the market's back to being kind of a seller's market, you know. Uh, or, excuse me, more of a buyer's market. So get a hold of Lisa. Lisa Lee Ortel Real Estate. Uh, call her, 414-617-6798. 414-617-6798. She's just good, people. She just really is. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we continue on boy they've got wings hallelujah it's raining wings they say they've got to 75 cent wings house smoked wings out at boondocks barbecue burgers and brews uh the wing night uh, tonight going on county road cane o'connor walk and i know it's it we're not getting the uh the torrential down snow that we thought we were going to get it's more like a misty snowy lick right now <laughs> you are and are you guys getting pounded oh my goodness it's ridiculous outside is it really I mean, we've got snow, and there's probably a couple of inches that are on the ground, but this whole thing that it was supposed to really become heavy between noon and four, I haven't seen it. But you're getting drilled out there in Madison? From what I can see outside, yeah. Okay. It it looks brutal out there. All right. Every damn Thursday. (laughs) It's horrible. 
Like I love snow, but not when I have yeah. to drive 45 minutes to do a show. That's like gotcha. snow on Wednesday. Um, yeah, it's uh, as a matter of fact, I just it's funny because uh, I'm sitting here. My phone buzzed and I thought I was getting a text. And actually, I was getting an alert for my my house alarm. And uh, uh, Amazon dropped a package off. I had ordered some phone chargers uh, because I got a new phone and Amazon dropped a package off. And they all you know, how they always take a picture of where they drop the package now. Um, there's really not much snow on my porch. The guy's footprint is on my porch, but it's maybe an inch, inch and a half of snow that he stepped in. It's not that deep, as I sit here and look at the as I sit here and look at the package that was delivered to my porch. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not coming down. I and and here's the other thing: it lightened up before it was kind of dark, and I thought, oh boy, here it looks like storm clouds. I thought, oh, we're gonna get drilled, and really nothing, nothing happening. So that's about it. Not much going on. Um, ben, when you looked at, and we're sitting here talking to Brewers baseball, uh, believe it or not, but when you look at um, Craig Council as he stands there with the microphone, and I love Craig. Okay, let me start out by saying absolutely positively love Craig Council. I know there's some that are like, ah, you know, Council, it's, he passes time or whatever. Okay, stop. When you consider what he's working with, you know, he's done pretty well. So when you look at the interview Craig Council did on MLB Network, do you kind of just feel for him? Oh, yeah. I've I've felt bad for him since, I mean, for a while, but especially since the hater trade. Right? Like, he's he's very good, traditionally, at configuring a bullpen and knowing when to put pitchers in. Yeah. When you take out the one dependable guy and fill it with three dudes who can't get outs, obviously you're going to blow games. So I've felt bad for him since then. Last year, it looked like every post-game interview he did, it looked like he was 10 years older just from the stress of that oh, game. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then now the Brewers tweet that picture, and the the replies are, are overly toxic, toxic. You know? People hating on him for the right. hater stuff and, and the burn stuff. Right. He's holding the microphone a little weirdly. People getting on him for that. I feel bad. And frankly, if I were him, I would. <laughs> it's hard to manage this team, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I, no, I am not following, and I, I'm going to now. I have not been following the the the, the tweets and replies and stuff. People um, are just angry about the Burns thing. I, I mean, the timing of it sucked. Whoever the Brewers social media person probably shouldn't have tweeted that picture right after wow. the Burns video. But people are angry, I, and I don't. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like. I'm scrolling through this. There is no. Oh, there's Nelson. <laughs> no way. I love that. Nelson's chimed in. Yeah. He retweeted it. Our buddy Rowdy. <laughs> Team self-awareness rating zero. <laughs> Which is true. It might be his one tweet I ever agree with. Oh, my God. Uh, our buddy Grant Bills. Keep up the good fight, Craig. So Grant's in his corner. Uh Oh, my God. Uh, the Barrel Milwaukee says, uh, for in regards to Craig Council taking a microphone in the MLB Network saying, I'd like to win games, said, I bet Mark Antanasio paid Council $749,000 to say this, <laughs> which is the amount of money he saved in arbitration, and, and meanwhile belittling their ace. You, um, he's holding the microphone with his fingers instead of in yeah. his fist. Yeah. Looks weird. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You just go through this whole list of... Holy mackerel. Yeah, that's whew, not good. 
Um, the Brett says, except for council, no brewers actually live in Wisconsin. So unlike the Packers, the brewers have little to no fan interaction. Uh, even, uh, even the bucks are better than this. Yeah. Uh, like the owners of the bucks, they're back and forth. Uh, now I don't know how much they're here now, but they're back and forth. Mark Antanasio is back and forth, but his main, main, uh, May, uh, by the way, it, Matthew says, where are you watching councils over on uh, the ML, uh, the Brewers Twitter account? And it was on the MLB network. Um, Mark Antanasio keeps a like a condo here, but he's not here full time. I don't know where specifically. I think his house is out in, actually in L.A., if I'm not mistaken. Then he's got a home in, in Arizona. But uh, but I know the 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 Bucks owners. Like the president and, you know, the PR staff and a lot of the people inside the organization, they, they live here. You know, it's the, it's the people of money, the people of, of make, if you will, that don't live here full time. And then, you know, look, hey, if I had the ability to be able to escape for a while, you know, you know, I, I guess I might do it too. You know, I can't say if I had the ability to say to stay an extra, what I, what I would love to do is like um, this year with, Super Bowl being in Arizona, I would have loved to have gone to Arizona, done Radio Row, and just stayed there. Stayed there through the end of spring training. And I, I wouldn't mind that. You know, if I could do it, still do the show, still work. You know, but beyond that, I I love the state. I love being here. I love being in my house. I I love the people that I get to see and all the sponsors that we get to go patronize and hang out with. They're my friends first. They're friends first and then sponsors. So I get it. I'm not going to necessarily kill them because they don't live here full time, but you'd like you certainly would like to see them be more Wisconsinite than somewhere else. You know what you know what I mean? Uh, Pack fans, right? You love your pillow windows and doors. I do. I do. you know what I did today, Pack fan? I got up this morning because the temperature was down, and since I've been home, I went downstairs, ran downstairs, and I looked at my temperature, and I'm like, yeah, it's right, right where it should be, right where it should be. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's step away. We'll take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Friends of Great Lakes Dragway 2023 right around the corner. And uh, they have, if you have the need for speed, they have the 2023 season passes on sale right now. Check out our friends at GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. Again, GreatLakesDragaway.com. Um, oh, boy, sad news. Uh, Tim McCarver, uh, a longtime broadcaster, former catcher, uh, a lot of people are saying he's passed away at the age of 81. So I just, uh, just actually just, I just turned, I just turned on, flipped over to my Twitter page and saw that there, that, uh, that, uh, that he's passed away. So sad news there. I remember Tim McCarver. I mean, Tim McCarver was long time analyst on many, many, many baseball broadcasts. Uh, Peter says the Brewers are a worse organization than the Pirates. Um, Mike says trash organization. 
um, that uh, Jackson Merrill could be the biggest piece available to the Brewers, 19-year-old with big upside, but Burns would be worth it. Um, This one is from Eleanor, who says, you just broke me. The Brewers can't keep doing this to their players and getting rid of quality talent. Ben, I I think what you you put up... um, I, I think is probably the most poignant. The one thing that is not in that post, and I, all I did was pretty much cut and paste it to my Twitter account. The one thing that's not in there is getting rid of the top reliever in the game when you had a lead in the division for basically a bag of marbles. Uh, but you, you, you explain what it is because you wrote it, not me. No, it was a tweet I saw. Oh, okay. Putting it into context. But, yes, in the last year for the Brewers, and you can include Hater. Um, the GM has quit. The best player currently hates the team. Council seems not thrilled about coming back in the future. They have traded Hunter Renfro, their most dependable offensive player, to save money. They didn't sign any free agents except for Wade Miley and another guy with the same name as their TV broadcaster. And then they mm-hmm. are getting hundreds of million dollars from the state in uh, upgrades or repairs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you know, all this is also after didn't the Brewers use Josh Hader's old tweets in the case against him? Like, the Brewers made Hader mad in their arbitration hearings. Right. And that's yeah. how we got to that point. And whether yep. it's smart or not to pay a reliever all the money, like, that could be an argument. But the general theme of top players not being happy with the organization is not a sustainable way to run a baseball franchise. I don't care how much money you make or how much money you can pay. Um, it's like it's going to come the, back to bite yeah. you eventually. And now it will be from, when all of the good players leave. This is from Dustin who says, what's he actually losing money on that he can't afford to do the things that he, quote, promises? He's always told us, quote, the checkbook is open and we're willing to spend. Mark Antanasio is nothing more than a rich liar. Um, oh, I already read that one from Eleanor. Cecil said, this is sad. My brewers were at least on top for a while. I guess the small market has to look down, hit the bottom, and rebuild it all back up again. I wish they'd just be honest with us. Quit telling us that you're in on all these deals when in reality you're not and you're getting rid of quality players because you simply don't want to spend the money. That's from Cecil. Uh, you know, I mean, I there, there's things aren't as terrible as they can be made out to be with reaction. But I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. I said from the very beginning when this whole conversation came up, when I, you know, we had somebody that said, why don't you talk Brewers? I'm like, what do you want to talk about? And about at that point in time is when the Adam McAlvey piece hit with Corbin Burns saying, yeah, he's not real happy. He's not real, real happy with the organization. Not the fact that the value wasn't the same between the two. Um, you know, they were only 750000 bucks apart. But he said some of the things that they said to him in the arbitration hearing were disrespectful basically blaming him for them not making the postseason it's like how do you how do you do that uh burn said uh, to sophia minute once we get done here meaning the interview i'm sure i'm going to meet with matt arnold as well at some point and once that's done with and it's over with and it's on to what i can do to prepare for the season you know i feel physically the best i ever have i'm ready to go out and get some ball going get spring training going. So it's going to be putting it in the rear view mirror and it's going to be talking to the guys inside and say, Hey, this is about us here inside, you know, uh, pulling for each other. Like we always do. We got a new group of faces. So it's going to be getting to know everybody 
and getting on the same page and going out there and doing all we can to win baseball games for one another and for the fan base. I love the fact that he said winning baseball games for one another and the fan base, not for owners, not for coaches, but for them and the fan base. That's a, that, that's a nice statement right there. Uh, the Players' Tribune now also with many others confirming Tim McCarver has passed away at the age of 81. So, sad day because Tim McCarver was – he's still the guy that uh, will always re- be remembered as, you know, being in the locker room after the Atlanta Braves um, won. I think it was the Braves that won uh, the World Series and Deion Sanders going after him because of some of the things he said about Dion, and then the, the nice job Dion comment afterwards. Um, Nicola or Nikolai, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that says, uh, been a Brewers fan all my life, grew up in Cudahy, just can't stand to pay the prices anymore. And I can't stand to watch his team be dismantled because the owner doesn't want to spend the money. Yeah. We're in the middle of the pack, but we all know we could do more. We all know there's holes that need to be filled. And is the Bally's is Bally's reneging on their deal that big of a pain in the ass to this Brewers organization that they can't go out and find another free agent or two to at least make us believe they're doing something. They've dismantled the bullpen. They've dismantled the back end of the bullpen. They paid a guy that I guess, as he puts it in parentheses, was on steroids because once he got the money, he's done nothing ever since. Uh, He was hanging out with Ryan Braun, and we all know what Braun did to win himself an MVP. Maybe Yelich was doing the same thing there. I said it. Mark Antanasio, you've got a bad team, and you keep telling us you're all in and you're willing to spend the money, but you don't. You're proving it over and over again. You're lying to your fan base. That's from Nikolai. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want this to be a pile-on session, but I don't, I don't know what else to say, you know. it uh, It is what it is. Don't you think for the sake of optics – in what has been a very turbulent year overall, that they should like just pony up the damn money. Does, like there reaches a point where the team's going to be good, the team will be fine. But if the team yeah. is still at the level where it's at, yet everything optically that comes out of your organization is bad, eventually people will stop going to the games. Right. Like I think they kind of take the great fan support for granted and just think, right. oh. They'll come, you know, it's a count on two and a half million every year. Yeah, right. exactly. I, I, it's a fun exactly. atmosphere. The team is fine. It's not incredible, but it's OK. And they cut costs like this. Eventually, when everything optically that comes out is this bad, like eventually people will stop going. Right. I don't think they understand that. Um. Yeah, well, well, they have X golf. So, yeah, I was going to say, first of all, they have X golf. But I'll say this. Uh Keep going in that direction because nobody was here when now Granite County Stadium was an outdoor venue, but you'd get some nice crowds on a nice sunny day at County Stadium. But I remember the end of County Stadium. The team wasn't competitive. They were retreading old dudes. They were just kind of putting band-aids on massive gash wounds and trying to act like there was optimism. And I remember the last couple of years at County Stadium when I would go out there some nights and they were nice nights and there's maybe 7,000 people in the stands. No hope, no nothing. The only thing people loved was Euchre. It's the only thing, because Euchre, how many times has Euchre been on the cover of the media guide? Usually the media guide, that is your best players or your team 
or something dynamic, you know, you, you know, one of your superstars. And for years, it was just Euchre. Euchre was uh, on the cover. And it that, that was it. I mean, that's all you had to sell. Um, uh, Axe Schaff says you can explain away all the Brewers' weirdness on a case-by-case basis. The GM quitting with a year left on his deal, the best player hitting the team council. Um, uh, going on, let's see here. Council, um, not talking about next year, trading Renfro to save money. What's that? That's the tweet. I that's the tweet. Okay, that's that's where it came from. Okay. And that's somebody who has the, uh, <laughs> I don't know how much stock I put into it, but they've got the Ricky Weeks um, picture uh, for their Twitter account. So we know it's not Ricky Weeks, but so there you go. Yeah, it's, it's, I get it. People are disappointed. Um, Oh, this is from uh, this is from Warnstar. Warnstar says uh, all of this is true, and this all is being heard by those inside the walls at American Family Field. Don't think they're not listening. There's just nothing they can do about it because the owner isn't here. He won't hear about it. Nobody wants to tell him about it. Nobody wants to tell him that the fans are upset. And we all know how how cowardly he is because he walked up to his own fan gathering. He lets others do his dirty work. He only wants to show up when things are good. That's from Warren Star. A lot of piling on today. A lot of piling on. I mean, some of it rightfully so, I get it, but not all of it. I mean, not to that that not to that level. That's for sure. And uh, let's do one more here. This is from Buck. A uh, longtime Brewers fan, lived in Brewers Hill for a long time with my parents. I can remember the days of County Stadium. You're absolutely right. Only six, seven thousand fans there, but they would report ten to fifteen. We all knew that was bogus. And we kind of laughed to ourselves how many people they would actually announce for that night's that night's crowd. Uh, I look at this team as an ebb and flow. Some years are going to be up. Some years are going to be down. We just see them being down now because of money with an owner that keeps telling everybody that he will spend the money. Uh, that's where fans become confused. Just be honest and say we had a bad year. Financially, we just can't afford to go out and buy some players. We'll all hang in there with you, but just be honest. Quit lying to the fans. That's the worst thing you can do because fans aren't stupid. This is not only a good football state, but it's a but it's a big Brewers and baseball state as well. We understand the economics of baseball. We know how terrible it is. We feel slighted by baseball. That's bad enough, but being slighted by your own owner, that's unforgivable. And that's from Buck. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Another segment yet to go right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hey, coming up next weekend, up on the island, so to speak, uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort, they've got Mardi Gras going on. And it's happening next weekend, uh, February 25th. Now, I'm going to head up next week, and I'm going to be there. So if you're going to 
you don't have to go for me, but I mean, Kristen and I are going just because it's our anniversary. So we're going up and uh, we're going to hang out. And if you want to come up for Mardi Gras, book it. Uh, otherwise, if you want to come up in the summertime and play some golf, book it. Uh, if you want to do the ATV, the UTV, whatever it happens to be right now with the snow, if you want to do snowmobiling, you can do that. Book that as well. They got a lot of good bands inside the uh, Boundary Waters Bar and Grill downstairs. They've got good food in the Diamond Room upstairs. They've got great wine and cheese tasting in the lounge. I mean, it's it's awesome. I love the place. Uh, big. They just redid the whole pool area. Big, huge, spacious pool, hot tubs, saunas. And if you want to go into the UP and kind of, you know, peruse around there a little bit, it's not far. So it's it's a good time, and it's just a good getaway. So uh, think about Four Seasons Island Resort. Call our girl Barb because the only way you get the discount for the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, you got to call Barb, 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. Again, 715-938-5110. Call Barb. Tell her you heard about it here and you'd like to come up. Make, maybe even ask for some uh, if you got conferences and things that you want to do with your company or or a business. Um, there they got plenty of room at both resorts, Pine Mountain and Four Seasons. But we're going to be up there next weekend. And uh, hope maybe we'll see you there. Who knows? Maybe we'll see you there. Uh, 877-867-1670, Uh Matt says it's as simple as this. Mark Antanasio, in comparison, with, in comparison with other owners, doesn't have the same amount of money. Therefore, he can't spend the same amount of money. He needs to sell the team to a group who can spend as much money as some of the other teams that are out there. Um, well, you can also say maybe don't sell the team, but you can also take on invest. I mean, he does have some minority owners. There are some minority owners in the in the Brewers, uh, but he's the controlling owner. Now, he could certainly have an influx of cash in there as the owner of the Brewers. He could maybe take on somebody else if he wanted to do that. I don't know. I mean, Mark, uh, the, it, it is a bad look. I mean, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, you know, with the GM quitting with a year left in his deal, Mark Antanasio kind of threw him under the bus mid-season in some of the deals that were going on. You know, after the hater trade, it was like, no, we're in on the Juan Soto deal. We, you know, I don't know why we didn't get that. You know, I, you know Mark Antanasio kind of made it sound like David Stearns just didn't want to do anything. And remember, he he was kind of outspoken about that. Meanwhile, David Stearns very close to the vest. Just said, you know, there's certain things that we have to work within. And, you know, he didn't want to make it sound like, you know, hey, we've got a salary here in our own backyard, a budget in our own backyard, but certainly kind of made it seem that way. Uh, but they say, look, uh, you know, the best player now not happy with the team, Corbin Burns, speaking out today about some of the things that he felt disrespected when it came to things that were said by the Brewers in the arbitration hearing. Craig Council, he's kind of vague on next season, uh, and, you know, him coaching, uh, managing the team. They traded, traded Hunter Renfro to save money. They traded Josh Hader to save money. They didn't sign any real big-name free agents or do much in the free agent market this offseason. You know? uh, now you're you know sitting here ta- talking with the city and the state about renovations to the tune. And again, that's a whole separate entity, but I get it. It's, it's all monetary. It all, you know, the, the look is bad. The optics are bad. The perception is bad. You know? Um, so I, I completely understand it. But then again, you also have to look about what, uh, what you, what you wanted to get, 
what was available out there that you said the Brewers should have been in on that they didn't get in on? And, you know, Ben, in the offseason, who, who did we think the Brewers may go after? You know what I mean? That, that Anybody? <laughs> More than okay. Wade Miley, you know? Um, like, I don't okay, expect yeah. him to go after Trey Turner and the dudes and, and Machado and Bogarts and all the guys that got crazy money. Right. And Carlos Correa. But anybody to help the offense or even at the minimum, keep Hunter Renfro. Keep the guy that was your best offensive player. It's not as if they just didn't go after anybody, that they they traded a dude to cut costs. Right. Not to mention, Willie Adamas, remember, a couple months ago, said that he wants to stay, but he hasn't had any extension talks. Right. Yep. Yep. Freaking Wade Miley. Uh, Wade Miley and, uh, was it Jesse Winker? In a trade, yeah. But, uh, and Brian Anderson as well. The and Brian got to shares the name with Brian Anderson. Right. I feel bad for Wade Miley because he's you know he'll he'll start a couple games and he'll be fine, somewhat below average. But we're gonna pile on him because he's the guy. Right. He was the big offseason signing. You know, I maybe maybe they see something in some of the young guys that they brought up that. That we, you know, I, again, the last time I saw something like this happen was when, you know, Kesson Hira came up, lit it up with against Atlanta, and then went on that tear in the second half of the season. And you thought, oh my God! And then they converted him to a second baseman. That played on him. Didn't go well. And basically, he's been up and down ever since. You know. Um, Yeah, uh, Pac-Man says somebody should ask Giannis what he thinks of the Burns situation since he's part owner of the Brewers. Um, Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to enter his darkness retreat thinking about the the inadequacy of the Brewers front office? I think so. I think he's, well, that and probably about the postseason for the Bucs. Don't forget they signed Contreras, too. They traded. That was the other. They traded for Contreras, right. They, They traded for Contreras. Uh, so they brought him in, but yeah, other than that, not a whole lot to get, uh, overwhelmingly excited about, uh, tomorrow on the program, as we round out the week, uh, we'll see if there's anything more obviously said about, uh, about Aaron Rodgers. We're always paying attention to that. We'll talk a little more brewers. Pete Doherty, the green Bay press Gazette's going to be joining us. So, uh, we'll talk with him. What else we got coming up tomorrow, Ben? Mike Clemens, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and, uh, is there anything, by the way, we didn't do the, what have you missed segment? Uh, what do we miss today? But is there anything we missed specifically today? Just the fact that Tiger Woods is going to play golf in five minutes. I just saw that Tiger Woods teeing off the Genesis Invitational. I saw him on, did you see him yesterday? Boy, it must've been cold there, huh? Oh, crazy cold. Yeah. And he's still limping. But yeah. We'll see. Right. So there you go. There you go. Good stuff. So that'll do it. That'll do it. Time for us to get out of here that fast. Um, Beyond that, we're going to be back at it again tomorrow. Looking forward to it as we uh, dig out from the Great White Death. Good stuff. Time for us to go. Have a good one. Till tomorrow. Boop. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.